Welcome to Wholeness and Holiness Podcast. Here we will deepen your understanding of human and spiritual integration so you can live the life of peace and fulfillment God has for you. I'm your host, Margaret Vasquez. I hold a degree in theology and am a licensed professional clinical counselor and certified trauma therapist. Join me weekly for practical applications of the spiritual life. No part of this audio is to be used as mental health treatment or clinical advice. Please see a licensed mental health professional for personal consultation. Hi, and welcome to Wholeness and Holiness Podcast. I'm your host, Margaret Vasquez. If you want to get connected with me, with Parish Healing Missions, with Healing Retreats, with online human and spiritual integration workshops, check out sacredhearthealingministries.com. Also a trauma therapist, and that's um, typically a one-week healing program for trauma that um, just sees remarkable benefits. Um, let's see, also the books that I've written are available on Amazon, Fearless, Abundant Life Through Infinite Love, and More Than Words, The Freedom to Thrive After Trauma. We're continuing today with a reading of Fearless and a little bit of discussion as well. We're on the chapter, Known by God. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Jeremiah 1.5. As we begin to take a look at connection to the Lord, we start with the fact that he deeply and personally knows us. Ideally, we would have, a, had, have had a sense of being known, seen, and heard as an individual who's very good by our parents and caregivers as children. When that happens, it naturally creates a schema in our minds by which we are able to mature more smoothly and with a positive self-concept. The experience of being regarded as an individual who is seen and heard personally as very good, the way God sees us, becomes the basis for how we view ourselves. For those of us who did not have such an experience As children, it's never too late. The Lord knows each of us in a deeply intimate way, and that's a good thing. He sees each one of us with all the beauty he deposited within us. We each delight his heart in a very special way no one else does or ever can. You are made to reflect an aspect of his magnificence in a way no one ever has or ever will. You're not a number to him. Scripture tells us he has even counted the hairs of our head. He is the most loving father there ever could be. He has called us to be his children. With him as father, it's never too late to have a great childhood. Oftentimes we hear or read about having a personal relationship with the Lord. Do we consider he knows us each personally? That's the starting place. He's the one who has initiated our relationship. And this is love, not that we have loved God, but that he has loved us, as 1 John tells us. Imagine how a godparent delights in their, I'm sorry, a good parent or a godparent 
delights in their newborn or toddler. Such joy is not in what the child can do for them, but simply for whom the child is. God delights in each of us in the same way. He sees in us unique characteristics of his own design. His Father's heart is filled with love at the sight of each of us. This is the heart of God. This is the well from which he wants us to draw living waters. The well of his heart is infinite, superabundant, and will never run dry. There's always a deeper intimacy he has for each of us and for which he longs. Intimacy with him is the source of deepest fulfillment. He longs for us to experience being known by him. He desires to give us this gift, his love, himself. Learning to draw this living water of his love is a process. Drinking these life-giving waters takes time and prayer and conscious effort. When so much noise clamors around us, it's necessary to remind ourselves of the presence of God so we can be lifted above the noise. So, you know, even just as I read this, I just want to kind of go back and reflect on it a little bit, give you a little of personally where I was coming from when I was writing this. I, you know, I I remember reading um, Psalm 139 and, and um, about God knowing, you know, uh, me in an intimate way, you know, and before you formed me in the womb, you knew me and um, those sorts of things. And, and feeling like that was not a good thing because see a lot of the experiences that I had and and I think a lot of us have had um, being known was a, a bad thing anything that you say can and will be used against you a lot of times in in unhealthy homes or abusive situations and and yet that's so different it's so different that's not at all how God is He's he's omniscient, right? So that means he's all knowing, and uh, being all knowing, you're you're part of that all knowing that he knows. You know, we can only begin to know what makes us tick. We can only begin to have you know some insights into who we are and um, and how we operate and what motivates us. But God knows these. You know, he he knew us everything that every way he was making us every skill and talent and gift and inclination and um just you know whether you would love the mountains or the ocean or whether you would love sunny days or rainy days or whether you would be inclined towards music or you would be inclined towards sports or or whether you would like you know exercise or you know whatever it is like he knew all of that when he was when he was making you i mean every day of our lives he's he's been you know he's outside of time he sees all of this and i think a lot of times we can kind of have a difficult time going back and imagining that we can kind of oh okay you know i began having a personal relationship with the lord when i was 24 and so I only you know whatever the age is right and then so I only think of God as though our relationship started at that point but that's not the case right 
he started that relationship when he brought you into being, you know? Parents only cooperate with the gift of life. God is the giver of the gift of life. And so he, he knew how he was making each one of us in a very particular way and delighted in, in that, delighted in you before you even knew you were, and has, has watched everything, everything that's caused you pain has pained him. The only reason he's allowed other people to abuse or hurt you in any way is because he's given us free will and has given us free will because he values your freely choosing to love him more, so much more, and knows that at the end, when it's all said and done, he's going to wipe away every tear and make it so super abundantly taken care of anything that you ever suffered. And so he's known and seen everything that you've gone through. And, and it has pained him, and he's had to restrain himself from, from lashing out when you were in pain, when, at those who caused you pain. And so, you know, there's a, there's a quote that I came across this summer from uh, Blessed Andre Bassett, and it says, Every time you say, Our Father, the Father has his ear pressed to your lips. And I just love that. Kind of the mental images, if you've ever seen that picture of um, John Paul II, St. John Paul II, going to the prison to forgive the would-be assassin who made an attempt on his life. And he's, he's bent over towards the guy, and the guy's, you know, whispering into his ear. And that's kind of my mental image when I hear that quote from Blessed Andre Bassett. And it's just, it's so, such a picture in my mind of God being like riveted on every word you say and every, um, that inclination of your heart that you're choosing to express to him. And, um, you know, I kind of, that came across that quote around the same time this summer that I know we had in in uh, the readings for Mass of one of the days. It said, no one knows the Father but the Son and anyone to whom the Son wishes to reveal him. And, and it just struck me, like, why have I never prayed for Jesus to reveal the Father to me? And so I started praying that. And I can tell you, I really believe the Lord gave me a grace with with that. And um, because I feel like in my heart, like my heart is very different towards the Father in a very good way, just the very, like, um, having a sense of his tender love in a way that I never, never (laughs) would have imagined. So I just really encourage you to do that. Ask Jesus to reveal the Father to you. So here's some questions for reflection and discussion. And they will be in the show notes also. So, Is there a way or place you experience God's love as personal? At what times is it particularly challenging to remember the Lord is with you? 
Is it difficult for you to believe God sees you as an individual? And if so, why? What is something that draws you into deeper intimacy with God? Maybe find a way to remind yourself throughout the day of the Lord's presence with you. I have this ring that I wear, and in Hebrew on it, it says, I am my beloved's and he is mine. So that's, that's my little, you know, my reminder. Maybe for journaling or further reflection, consider how you did or did not feel known as an individual who was very good when you were a child and invite the Lord into whatever memory or memories come and ask him what he wants you to know. There'll be some scriptures for meditation in the show notes also, and just um, an encouragement to pray through Psalm 139. I can assure you that the Lord wants you to know that he knows you intimately and is um, deeply attentive to every thought in your mind and every beat of your heart, even more, much more so than you could ever ask for or imagine. May the Lord give you peace. Thank you for joining me for today's show. Please subscribe and share and check us out on wholenessandholiness.com. Follow and like us on social media. And to learn more about Sacred Heart Healing Ministries, please go to sacredhearthealingministries.com.